Hello and welcome back to Talking Heads and Tails with your three favourite men. A uh, couple of weeks off, boys. How are we feeling, Brad? How have you been? Yeah, I was going to say we're back. I think every time we have, have a week off, it's like going back back to riding a bike, in it? You just have best technical difficulties and then straight back on the horse sort of thing. But um, no, I'd, Hold I'd on, just... hold on, hold on. Brad, you just said it's like getting back on the bike. But yeah, the, bike and a horse. The saying is, you don't forget how to learn <laughs> how to ride a bike. <laughs> or getting back in the horse. Well, that's what I mean, is in like... Anyway. It's two weeks, but we get straight back into it, don't we? Yeah. Is that all right, Pat? I thought you were going somewhere else with it. Like it's like it's like starting again. Oh, all right, no. But two, it does seem like it's been a while that we've had the last. Yeah, part. it has. What have you been uh, up to, Brad? Yeah, well, in that last two weeks, the main thing that I did was go to London, which for any northern soul is like a one-way ticket to hell, and it's definitely a one-way ticket to hell when it's. On the Jubilee weekend, so it was just busy, and it's just so so. Like that, the tube when it's hot is disgusting. One of the worst things. I'm quite fortunate in where I was staying. It's fair few like overground trains sort of thing, so made it a little bit easier. It's yeah. it's horrible though. You're right. Yeah, the tube's both the best and worst thing in London. Oh, access wise, unbelievable as in. Literally anywhere, and it is obviously like massive for London. But I, I couldn't imagine doing that at seven o'clock in the morning trying to get to work. Oh, so I'd be a shorts and a t-shirt. It'd, it'd have to be roll out of bed, put a pair of shorts and a t-shirt on, and carry a rucksack full of the clothes you're going to wear. Because I would, I would <laughs> need a wash. I'd need a wash after going on the tube and getting in the work. You'd waste away, Pat. What's that? You'd, you'd be like a puddle. Oh, I'd be at least 700 grams lighter. Yeah. Um, even walking through London, I think, is disgusting because there's it's that, hot. like, yeah, there's just that insulation, in, insulation of pollution all the time. Yeah. yeah. No breeze. And you can feel it, like, it's just not fresh. Yeah. And, like, when I came, because I'll tell you about my, my, my journey down and also back up because it was. Kind of ties into a Brad's review of Avanti Travel. Or is it Avanti West, <laughs> wherever it is? Yeah, yeah. Because they need a review and they need some sort of some sort of telling off, shall I say. But like, even when you get back up north, you can kind of tell how fresh the air is, which is, I found it a bit weird because obviously it's only, what, two hours, two and a half hours on a train, but you can tell the difference. Yeah, definitely. I think even like, when I when I lived in the southeast, you could definitely tell the difference. It's literally like London. If once you go inside the M25, you're basically just going into a different country. You should need your yeah. passport, I think. No, if we were producing our passports at the gates to London, we'd be the ones getting turned round. <laughs> <laughs> we the ones get we get sent to Rwanda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or not. <laughs> oh, not, yeah. Matters. Yeah, matters. yeah. Matters what day of the week it is, doesn't it? But no, yeah. can I actually touch on my review of Avanti... Avanti is it, what is it? Avanti West? Part Avanti West Coast, I think. Right, shit. Top Go of all on. that, 
top and bottom shit. Mate, so, <laughs> review over. <laughs> yeah, review over. So when going down, I was an hour delayed, which wasn't too much of an issue, but I didn't get to London till like 10 o'clock, which is not ideal, especially when you want to have a few beers with like, your mates and stuff. But mate, coming back was an absolute joke. So my train coming back, it was on the it was on the Friday, Jubilee weekend. So I was down Wednesday night, uh, Thursday day there, Friday day, which is class. But then, so I got, got into Houston at like 8.30, thinking, oh, 30 minutes, get some food, all that sort of jazz. And I was a bit pissed at this point because I've been on thinking all day. They came to Houston and the first thing I see is 2100, Manchester Piccadilly cancelled. Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Probably the last thing you want to see, especially at nine o'clock on a Friday. So I go to, I go to one of the guys and say, look, my train's been cancelled. What what do I do? He went, oh, we've sorted you out. What do you mean you sorted me out? He's like, so what you do is you get the 2103 to Wolverhampton and then you get a coach from Wolverhampton to Preston. I went, how the fuck's that sorted me out? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's the best we can do. I went, Yes, you can do. Preston's an hour away from Manchester. How does that fucking work? So it's like, Whoa. right. <laughs> You're right, Pat. I'm, I'm just, how did you not mention this? Like, how Pat, have you gone this long without telling us? Well, I wanted to save it for the pod, and it meant to last week, but it's my as well we didn't do last week. But, mate, I was like, right, this can't be happening. Let's speak to someone. And then the ticket sales guys, they were, they were obviously like, He's like, go speak to them. So I went up to him and said, look, I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to shout. But my train's been cancelled. What can you do? He's like, we've got a solution for you. <laughs> but also he went, 2103 to Wolverhampton. One thing about... Um... I went, mate, there's no way... I'd rather, I'd rather just stay in Wolverhampton than go to Preston. There's, no, there's barely any difference. Probably half an hour with that. So I had a bit of a, bit of a rant with him. I went, mate, can I get on that train to Liverpool? He went, no. Went, Why? He went, because you trains to Manchester. I went, mate, Liverpool's probably 40 minutes away from where I live. Can I go there? He went, yeah, but we can't get you back to Manchester Piccadilly then. I went, get me to Liverpool and I'll sort myself out. He was like, right, we'll we'll do this for you. I've still got a claim back on myself. But that's not even the worst of it. So I get on this train to Liverpool. I can sit down on a table, dead, right? I think this train was at half nine, so I've already lost half an hour. It's dead, like carries his breathe a lot. Get on a table, sit down, get my phone in front of me. I think I was watching some sort of like NRL on YouTube. Mate, these two people sit, so can we sit there? I mean the, the carriage is free. I went, what sit where? They were like, just on that table on the table in front of you, I was like, that's fine. Mate, they were like frolicking for two hours straight. My head was getting sent under. I was like, Surely, but I'll stop kissing. They're just like fanning around for two hours. Like, I should have moved, but my bag was already like above my head. I thought, can't even be asked doing that. As in, like, heavy PDA. Oh, mate, I was like, this is disturbing. It's like they were going back to the hotel room and she was getting seen to. Like, were they, get, were they getting into some serious? So, was this all, all the way from London, from to, London Liverpool? Houston to Liverpool Lime Street? That's a long journey. <laughs> you know, it's a long, yeah, it's a long journey. I mean, I was like, how can somebody produce that much sliver? Oh, mate. And then I was like, do you know what? I'll just, I'll just try and get some kit, mate. Then they started doing like video calls, doing like playing videos. I was like, this is genuinely one of the worst three hours of my life. Dreadful. 
I can't believe you didn't move. Like, just knowing your base level of tolerance for anything, I just can't believe you didn't get up and move. You just sat for three hours and watched them. <laughs> um, one of the things what, what uh, annoys me about people from the South in general that's kind of epitomised in this story <laughs> is, I mean, A, is probably everything about them, but B... They just think everywhere in the north is within a 20-minute drive of each other. Yeah, Preston. Preston, to... Carlisle, Leeds, Newcastle, yeah. Hull, Liverpool, Manchester. They could have sent you to any of them places and just thought it was easy to get to Manchester. Oh, have you not mate. seen the viral video of Brad and Houston on Sunday night saying, <laughs> do you know how far Preston is away from me? <laughs> Oh, I love how you dropped that in there. You should have seen the smile on his face when he's like, just get a coach to Preston. I went, if you can't organise a fucking train from London Houston to Piccadilly, how are you going to organise a coach from Wolverhampton to Preston? The two most random places you could possibly drop drop a person. But, mate, and then he was like, well, if you're in Liverpool, there's no trains to Piccadilly after 10 o'clock. I went, after, I was like, that's fine. Obviously, I got in at like 11. I'll, I'll find my way home. I could even get a hotel in Liverpool and just get the train in the morning. Mate, fucking rocked up to Liverpool Lime Street. Guess what was going out on the next... Fortunately, I got someone to pick me up. On the next sort of... What's it called? Platform. Platform. Manchester Victoria. Manchester Piccadilly. I went, he's taking the best. You're joking. I swear. There's about 100 people waiting. I went, where's that to? And they were quite leery, quite pissed. I went, wonder where it's going. So I thought, John, I'm going to have a gander. Looked at it, saw Piccadilly. Ed. Ed was already back in Liverpool Houston. <laughs> it, it blew up in Liverpool Houston when I, when I read that. So my my thought of that, Brad, is this this man, this this worker for Avanti West Coast, has offered you the solution of Wolverhampton to Preston and Preston to Manchester via tra- uh, via coach. But when he said there's no trains from Liverpool to Manchester Piccadilly after ten. You took it as gospel and didn't do a bit of due diligence yourself and just had a quick search on train line. Because... No, I found out there, lad. <laughs> I, already, I already had like, I already messaged like my family going, look, I need a, I need a lift from Liverpool. And I just said, if you get to Liverpool, I'll, um, I'll pick you up. Like, and it isn't that, it's not that bad a drive, to be honest. I know, like, it's actually it's a nice like 40 drive. Minutes, but... Yeah, 40 minutes. There is, but, a, there we... is, though, you are right. You spot on, though, Jed. There is a, like a, a general lack of like understanding about distances. Uh, like previous unnamed employer said to me, oh, we're going to move you from Newcastle to Manchester. And I was like, cool. So what happens then? And they're like, well, you just need to go to the office three days a week. And I was like, you do realize it's a three and a half hour train. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> like people when... Um... People I used to work with in the southeast, I was like, "Oh yeah, my parents have moved from uh, Manchester to North Yorkshire," and they're like, "Oh okay, that's not too bad." I'm like, "It's two hours. Like, it's, it's like from here to Birmingham. Like, it is bad." It's oh, like, oh, also, yeah. touch on what you said, Jed. Johnny's like, "Oh, they organise a coach from Preston to Manchester." That wasn't mentioned. It was you're in Preston, then fend for yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, that makes it makes it a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never I've never gone to well. I 
I've I've rarely had a long train trip to London and it be pain free. Yeah. Well, this was this was painful, and it's even worse. We'll say if you travel to London from Manchester on a Sunday. Normally, it takes about two hours, right? Travel on a Sunday, it takes three hours. Why, <laughs> mate? Maybe the train has to go slower. Honestly, fuck knows. They don't even stop anymore. I was just baffled. But the train. You got your delay repay though, Brad. Uh, I need to sort that out. Actually, it, that also, I was trying to sort out effort. Yeah, it oh, is. they never make it easy. No, they make it so you've got to log in, create those passwords, select how many, how many, um, how many ladders you see in a photo, all that sort of shit, and go from there. But to be fair, I think I'm getting the full thing refunded. So I, think I, I paid like sixty quid to go down. I'm getting like forty-five quid back. That's not bad then. How was how was London apart from the journey and apart from the tube? Yeah, good. Obviously. I don't really go to London, but it, I actually really enjoyed it. Being down there, saw some friends on the Friday. Um, went out in Hackney. Just mint, did a bit of a bake roll. So, obviously, when I turned up to the train station, I was already half cut. But, now it's good. Obviously, a trip in the club on the Thursday it was also mega. Just one of, like, once-in-a-lifetime experience with regards to the Queen. Probably dying soon, but we don't know. Yeah, once in a lifetime experience for her as well, I heard. Maybe. <laughs> Not very often you do a platinum jubilee, is it? <laughs> it might be the last time she does it, I think. Might be the last time anyone does it, I think, in this country. Yeah, I can't see yeah. that being can't see that record being beaten again. We're just gonna have loads of old monarchs now. This is why I think we should just call it call it a day. Just get just stop it with this absolute nonsense. It's just what, daft, the, isn't it? The royals? Yeah, it's daft. <sighs> Mate, but it brings you so much money. Obviously, no, yeah, got... I mean, you can still have them. They can still be, like, a thing. Like, their family. They're never going to go away and all the buildings and stuff like that. But The all... buildings. <laughs> the buildings. Well, all this <laughs> shite about the after... the. Um, Prime Ministers have to be sworn in by her and she has to pass every every letter of the law. Like, come on, just just let them do what they want. Let them see to the gardens. And just to, now yeah. and again, now and again, wheel out Timmy Mallet and Ainsley Harriet to go down the mall on the top of a bus and then just call it a day. Yeah, and and maybe occasionally make Craig David perform at the bottom of the mile. And saying yeah. that he's going to break it down for the Queen. Queenie, yeah. I think he said. Will he wear what? a sequence tracksuit? I, I hope so. I think that's actually one of the rules. <laughs> one of the stipulations. Yeah. But um, it has to be the same um, the same sequence tracksuit every year until he starts like looking really old. And also the sequence... Like, and everyone's like, come on now, you um, Craig, you, your tracksuit's looking a bit, a bit shod, shoddy. Maybe you should just pack it in, pal. Imagine yeah. Craig David keeps singing to the age of like what Iona Ross is doing. What she's like seventy eight, and she was doing that. Um, she did the concert, didn't she? I think she's still touring. Imagine Craig David rocking a sequence tracksuit to seventy eight. Yeah, I think I think if there's if there's anyone out there, he's he's probably quite high on the list of people that would be doing that. He's he's what forty odd now. Mm. <sighs> Bit of Dioran. Yeah, I mean he don't look a day over twenty five. No, he's no. he looks he looks good. I mean, arguably, he looks younger than me. 
is... Arguably, he does. 41. than all of us. I know, yeah. 41. Oh, he looks good. He's hot, isn't he? He's a hot boy. He's a hot... He is a hot boy. And he's already got his MBE, so he's already got some sort of honours to certify why he should be singing. All right. What I think they should do... This is... This is... uh, JM's monarch revamp. So, they should treat a jubilee a bit like the Olympics. And every four or five years, just make up a name for it and just have a bit bit of a festival to bring some money in. Have a four-day bank holiday weekend because that was that was tip top and we should do that more. And they should just they should just make up make up titles for everyone. Like everyone that's got a title now, fine. They can keep that until what and, like a university sports team? Like Prince Harry becomes the diversion and inclusion, <laughs> inclusion and diversity secretary for the UK. Yeah, but Guess like free make, drink token. make it sound a bit better. Like I mean, I don't know who's coming along next, but they can be like. She's a Bradford. Yeah. I mean, what yeah, did you Bishop of Bradford. Duchess of Bradford. Duchess of Bradford. Yeah. Class. Arch, the Archbishop of Humberside. <laughs> I reckon there is one, is there not? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just give it like proper rogue. Not even yeah. cities. Go to streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Duchess of the Man. Queen's Road, Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. This, this is what I want. And I really think we can... Well... Don't let the British, the British public vote on what the names can be because we learned the hard way with voting with vote face that <laughs> that doesn't work. But I feel like if we get a committee going, like, yeah, someone from the royal family will need to be there just as a bit of a, uh, a bit of a sensible hat. But like, you can really get some interesting people there. Chris Eubank needs to be on that committee. I'd say 100%. I'd go for Paddy McGuinness too. I bet he'll have some absolute yeah. crackers. Or yeah. He could just name everyone after Phoenix Knights characters. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I really think you could get a committee going there. And every four years after the after the fake Jubilee, that the committee can be refreshed a little bit. Maybe members of the public can go forward. It, you can maybe do it like jury service. Like you have to sit in on a Zoom now and again. But you have what, to. Like imagine that. It's not, com- it's not, it's not an option. If it's jury service, you've got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. get seconded out of your company for four years to plan the next Jubilee. Yeah. I mean, I think I've just solved it. I'd be <laughs> good to do that. Solved your own personal issue with the Royals. <laughs> it's not even my personal issue. I'm really indifferent against them. But I feel like it ends a lot of arguments. Yeah. If we yeah, all get it... involved. Yeah, yeah. everyone just leans feel... into it. Yeah, yeah. People just feel left out. Yeah, true. I had an absolute corker from an elderly neighbour across the street from me who shouted over to me the other week, in the week running up to the Jubilee, um, but didn't realise that it wasn't very windy and it was a very still night. Um, and I think she's losing the plot, bless her. She's very old. She said, where's your bunting? I said, oh, I'm sorry, I've not I've not ordered any. I've forgotten to order it. Thinking, there's not a chance I was putting bunting up. But... Um, she then grunted under her breath, well, you order everything else and walk back in her house. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> that's absolutely class. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, that's uh, absolute devastated. Uh, Pat, how's your, uh, how's your week's been? You've been getting back at the uh, Leather and Willow? 
having a few games. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for drawing attention to probably the thing that was bottom of the list of things to talk about over the last two weeks. Yeah, all right. Uh, back, back playing cricket. Playing's a strong word. I stand at point for most of a day. And then I um, either bat quite high up the order and score none or bat quite low down the order and don't bat. So, yeah, it's great. I mean, f- field, I wouldn't even go leather on with it. I'd just say very occasionally, maybe on average once every 20 minutes, I'd touch a little bit of leather with my hands. Occasionally, that's a misfield as well. Um, but yeah, no, it's all right. Like I just need to get need to get back into it. But it's, it's nice to get out there. I think one thing I would say about cricket is it does absolutely nothing. It, it, physically, I think I'm worse off from playing cricket because you're sort of walking around and occasionally you're sprinting to the boundary after some bad ball and good shot and then you're back to walking around so by the time I get in I'm not tired I just I just can't walk I was going to say Pat have you ever um, sort of like just before a game set your Apple Watch up said activity started and just seen how many times it says are you still part of an activity <laughs> yeah yeah I actually <laughs> are, have are and it still keeps are you still active no I've done that I keep... it does keep going to be fair but uh I've done, I'd done that for a game and came off and thought, mm, that's a disproportionate amount of calories to the, the, the calories I think I've burned doing that. So I just I just hold it. I get my steps in. Uh, it's good. I get a bit of a tan, step, steps in, a bit of crack, a few pints. Can't argue with that. No, it's all about getting out and getting a bit social and just about the crack, isn't it? It is about the crack. It um, would be good to be good at a sport, though, eh, Pat? Yeah. Yeah, it would be. I mean, it's just, I think, what, yeah, I was chatting to one of the guys, actually, because he, he had looked me up on um, line from my junior days and was like, I didn't, he said, I, I wondered recently whether you were just shite and have always been shite, but you actually were all right, weren't you? And I was like, yeah, thanks for that. That makes it worse, actually. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, that is he, that is a conversation nobody wants to have. Yeah, exactly. What you, you were are... really good at cricket when you were sixteen. Yeah, yeah. You had an average of like thirty-three, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what happened? <sighs> I don't know. I haven't played for nine years. And he basically said, but what? To be fair, at the end of the conversation, he was like. I, I took a break from cricket for three years, and it took me three seasons to get like to score more than twenty in a game. Like he was like, it's it's horrendous. But when you get back into it, you'd be fine. But yeah, it's fun. I get to see the world. When I say the world, I get to see the West Tyne Valley. What a Not beautiful part of the world? You get a few um, licks, haven't you, Pat? What's that? Giving people, get, giving people. We've been getting lit. a few licks. You've been getting licks. For yes. me. Well, from that guy who talks about cricket and then also your neighbour about ordering too much. Yeah, I have. I've been getting a bit of grief. Um, what else has been going on in my life? Oh, I have a question for you, but I also have a, an interesting one for you. Um, have you got phones and Google in front yeah. of you? And for the listener, you're going to need access to the internet for this one. So I was on site yesterday in the factory, um, went and saw um, one of the teams that deals with imports and exports. Um she was like, oh, I'm really sorry, love. Uh, I'm having a bit of a nightmare today. Uh, you wouldn't believe the, the stuff that comes through in some of these uh, some of these crates. Um, and I was like, oh, no, oh, yeah, whatever sort of thing. And then she, she held out her phone 
to a picture of a South African whip spider. Now, give a look at that on Google, right? I'm not kidding. It was absolutely huge. And she was saying, yeah. We just How are we spelling these. this? Whip as in W-H-I-P. As in what his significant other does to part every night. Yeah. <laughs> but not in a good way. Fucking um, hell. Yeah. I can't, was like, I can't so, figure out the size of them. It's about the size of your fist. Like, there's some pictures Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, there's one holding... Oh, oh my God. Oh, it's horrendous, isn't it? How about that? Oh, get so, that off my screen. For the listeners, we've just got one where a, a person, male or female, don't know, has got said spider on the face, and it's probably covering a, over half of the face. Yeah. Oh. No. It, are you scared by spiders? See, I don't really have any phobias, and spiders don't really scare me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Brad, I'm not, I don't have a phobia of spiders, I'd say, but I forgot to work on a, on a Tuesday morning and opened up a box and that was scuttling around in the bottom. I don't think I'd be not bothered about it. Hey, yeah, I, I think I'm the same. I've actually just searched this and one of the links to this was Harry Potter. Looks yeah. like Mr. Weasley so, had. Yeah, so I said, I said that straight off the bat and one of the girls in the office was like, that's where I've seen it before. And then she was off to it saying, oh, that's where Harry Potter must be from Harry Potter. But the rent-a-kill guy got there, apparently, walked on site and went, oh, is it them rats again? And they were like, they just held up this massive jar and he, like, apparently his head just fell off. He was like, where on earth has that come from? So... Why, why, why was it in said? Was it factory or distribution it It'd come back from, uh, it was a crate that had come in from South Africa and it had obviously crawled into the box in South Africa and then been shipped. Was he still alive? Yeah, 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 running around in that. How bad is that? There was also a dead gecko in there. I wonder what killed it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, so that's been my excitement the last couple of days. One One thing I would say is other things that comes in crates and it's Talking Heads and Tails merch. Um, oh, 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 oh. So, if, got, if Pat, considering you was kit set at our favourite rugby league club, I've got very yeah. high expectations. Yeah, me too. I mean, it looked good on the pictures online. I just will will have to see how it turns out in product. I've not gone all in on on. A, I've got a sample of five, so we're not going to tell anyone any of the regular listeners by any other means and we're going to say on the pod now if you're listening and you want some free merch no not free name your price two two ice bidders <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right okay yeah highest bidders um if you want some uh f- some merch all made possible by madri uh let me know yeah I think we should have the highest bidders, but it can't be a monetary amount. I was going to say that. It's got to be... Uh, I it's imagine we're going to get something. a lot of offers for geek bars, but... And if it's a geek bar, please never listen to the podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> That's all but, I'm saying. But get in touch. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh... My my sort of parting parting question for you before before I hear about your last couple of weeks, Jad. Um, chili con carne, yeah, yeah. Is garlic bread a non-negotiable with chili con chili con carne? I mean, 
I wouldn't say it's a non-negotiable because sometimes you might be eating healthy. However, it's heavily encouraged. What's so healthy about garlic bread? What? Hold on. What's so healthy about garlic bread? Yeah, See, but if you're having garlic bread and rice, you don't really want to be double carbon, do you, if you're eating healthy? Yeah, Hold so, on. If you see your uh, calories, if you see your calories was, you're all right, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I was expecting a very different response here. I, I said chilli, not bolognese, yeah? Yeah, so yeah. it can kind of go with garlic bread. Wow, this hasn't gone gone as I'd hoped. Uh, Jed, <laughs> how's your last two weeks been? Why, I, honestly, how... I had a conversation with someone recently about they were like, "Oh, I'm having chicken carne for my tea," and I was like, "Oh yeah, fair enough." And I, I think they were like going to their going to their mum's house and they were going to have chicken carne for their tea, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, fair enough. That'd be nice." And they were like, "Yeah, hope she's got some garlic bread in though, because I'd be absolutely fuming if she hasn't. You just you can't have chicken carne without garlic bread, can you?" And I was like. Yeah, actually, you can. Um, <laughs> the rest of the world eats it with rice, <laughs> but or tortillas, or not garlic bread. Oh no, um, I don't. Think this both. person swore blind. Yeah, yeah. you I should never have, never ever ever have chili con carne without garlic bread, and my head fell off. Yeah, chili con carne, rice, garlic bread. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I'd arguably say there's not many dishes. That isn't enhanced by a bit of garlic bread. All right, okay. We're not going into this realm of theoretical culinary science. Curry, yeah. I'd have it with that. Right, mm, no, garlic. Yeah, but it's basic garlic naan and garlic pizza bread. You wouldn't have it with garlic with white fish. Anything, you watch me. Anything <laughs> saucy, you probably would. Not a curry. Nah. I'd have I'd 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 rather be in curry garlic bread with a curry over um garlic bread with chili con carne. You know what? I mean I've never tried it, but I've only just thought of it. Garlic bread and a roast. No. Just to do a bit That's of mopping up. Too far, Jed. Well, I to mean, be fair, uh, you don't you don't really have like it apart from your match or your roast potatoes, like your carb with there's not like Stodgy bread that goes with you. Yeah, you. Well, we always have puddings. buttered bread. Oh, the Yorkshire pudding. That's it. You always have buttered bread. Yeah, you'd always have a bit of a plate oh. of buttered bread in the middle. We just know to, about Joe Carter put down. Mm, not with a roast. Yeah, what no. did you just say then, Brad? I missed that. Is it no? It's not Carl Cobbs. Like big baguette sort of things. Oh, like bread rolls. No baguettes. Bread rolls like your little one, but you can't get out there. No, I've never had. I can't say I've ever had a baguette with my roast dinner. I've never actually well, had butter. No, buttered, you, don't, buttered you, don't bread. Eat, you don't eat like a full baguette. You cut the baguette into that little yeah piece of bread. Yeah. Yeah. Garlic not, bread and pie. pie you've not lived. Yeah, garlic bread and pie. Yeah, Might as well Depends pie. What pie. Oh, that was spooky, Brad. Never <laughs> been seen in the same room, just said the same sentence at the same time. You are the same person. Um, well, Jed, tell us about your week. This. I know we can talk about garlic bread for a while because um, it is a staple on all chilli con carnes, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, week's not been uh, too exciting. Just busy with work, trying to prepare myself for my holiday on Saturday, going to Croatia. 
with the boys. Really looking forward to that. Last Saturday, ended up spreading myself a little bit too thin <laughs> by accident. Um, and then, yeah. Um, so today I went and did some holiday prep, bought some sunglasses, which was good. Chest and biceps. Yeah, chest and biceps is all week. Uh, went and got a trim today. Fresh nice. Ride for uh, holiday. Whilst Pat was having technical difficulties, you did mention that you won't be stepping foot in the establishment again. Do want you to um, to elaborate on that because not telling you not going back to the bars again is quite high stakes. Yeah, so I mean, I've been thinking about it for a while. Um, it's I don't know. So I've I've got nothing against it. I mean, I'm happy with my haircut now, but I just want to go somewhere a bit more. I don't know. I really um, I really respect customer service, and I do actually like chatting to my barber. Uh, I got into that when I was in the southeast, and my barber really got on with him. But this is this is now a two um, visit on the trot problem so have you ever heard of somebody having their hair cut by two separate people in one cut (laughs) (laughs) never never ever ever in my entire life Uh, particularly no blokes i've never heard of that in my entire life that's it i've I've got to be a little bit more weird than this i had a guy who i used to work with and he'd go to three separate hairdressers one to do the top of his head one to do the fade on the side of his head and one to do his beard. I mean, that's excessive. How much money has he got? I mean, surely it's knocking you back 20 quid ago, that. Went to different, like, not even, like, next door to each other. Drove to different places saying, book me in for my fade, book me in for my haircut, book me in for my beard. That's yeah. absolutely mental. He's got too much time on his hands. Yeah, yeah. agreed. So go on. How much? How much? How much is a haircut cost in New Manchester these days? I mean, currently twenty five, but I've had a bit of a spy, and the place that I'm probably going to end up going to next uh, is like twenty eight. So it's not too bad. Where's that part of barber? Yeah, yeah. Jeez, that's um. Can't take your female friends to barber, barber, barber. Why? They don't allow women in. Do they not? No. Oh, I've got a lot of any female friends. Um. <laughs> it's gentlemen's only. So when you, I used to, my old hairdresser used to work there, and he used to have to find ways of asking women to leave out. So they'd say, "Oh, do you want to go for a coffee whilst he's waiting?" and stuff like that. Mad. I mean, yeah, that's actually put me off it. Who can be asked doing that? <laughs> um, so I'll have to find someone else now. But yeah, last time I went, um, the guy I usually go to was on holiday so I went to someone else and then he'd just got my like back and sides done was about to start on the top and he had an emergency so he had to leave straight away I mean I don't know what this emergency was but it was literally 10 minutes until he would have finished my haircut so but before that he was in and out of the shop on the phone so whatever happened it was pretty urgent and then somebody else had to finish it which I wasn't that happy about because I had the spring ball the next my spring ball the next day, uh, and then today I booked in with my usual guy, got there, and I booked in on my lunch hour, pretty specific, 
got there and he just sat down with a different customer. So I had to wait for a little bit and then get my hair cut by somebody I didn't even want want it cut by. And I just think that that's two strikes. The guy that I used to go to since left, which I wasn't, which I'd never took as a good sign. And yeah, I'm just not 100% sold on sold on the place. And the vibe's just not really what I want. Finding the right barber is, yeah. I think, really hard. And then, but once you found them, you sort of lock it. You lock in, then I find. Yeah, this is this is the genuinely one of the one of the things that I miss about living in the southeast is my barber. It was called Jake. It was in Newmarket. The barber shops changed name, but it used to be called Mister Barber. He was a top bloke. Imaginative so, name. Yeah, I think yeah. we see about five million, Mr. Barbers, to be fair. Yeah, well, it is a franchise in the North East. In the South East, sorry. Is it a franchise in Swinton? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so... I, know, I know it's a franchise because you have that white and red spinny thing outside. That is not the sign of a franchise. That's a sign of a... <laughs> Oh, he's absolutely real. Man. <laughs> double, double catch there. To be fair, Brad. Honestly, oh, well I saw done. a red when I heard well that. done. I hope um, you're proud of yourself, Brad. Yeah, actually, really proud of myself. I didn't think I'd get either of you, but you both just. <laughs> you boys are paying paying South England prices there because it's up here. It's twenty one. You get a coffee. Oh no, you get a coffee. Come on, that went without saying. Or you can't oh, have right. a beer. I spent thirteen on mine. Yeah, but you do live in Lee. Yeah, it's Lee prices, that, isn't it? <laughs> that is Lee prices, Lee Wigan, yeah. Lee Wigan border. Yeah. Mine's a cash-only joint, too, so... Oh, is it? Cash-only yeah. operator? Yeah. So if you pay tax, it probably would be about 21 quid. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, that was good of them, passing on their savings to the customer. Passing well, on tax <laughs> savings to the customer. <laughs> I imagine if it was £40, they'd have to get VAT registered, but... Yeah, saving us there, aren't they? Yeah, they can't be asked dealing with the admin. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, boys, we had a little bit of good news yesterday. One of our good friends pops a question, the first of our friends to get engaged. So, congrats. He is the first, yeah. Vegas 2023, I heard. From the THMP. Yeah, so the first thing that I want to know is. As the two people here, Brad is currently shaking his head. As the two people here in long-term relationships, um, how long will it be for uh, for you two? Well, it's, it's gone and it's gone and mentioned. Yeah, it's definitely gone and mentioned in my house. But like <laughs> long-term, is my grandma and granddad that have been married for fifty-five years. Three, four years is not long-term. It's still, it's still time and. So, Long term's always um, relative to how old you are, I think. So, percent, are we going percentages? Yeah. I mean, Pat's in a long term. You, Brad, but I'd say for get, our get age, away, man. Though, nah. <laughs> it's, it's got nothing to do with, it, with, with, with time. You know, you've been in an house together for a while now, Brad. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not buying into the three, four year. I mean, you, I'm not, how long have you known each other? Look, who has purchased, who has owned a house with their significant other longer? There we go. Out of you two. Only by a year. A year's not a long time. 
It's funny that though, Brad, because in the run up to you buying your house, and I'm sorry if um, you were the half listeners to this, but um, you were like, yeah, not going to buy a house, not going to buy a house um, uh, uh, for a little while, not going to buy a house for a little while. Three months later, bought a house. Yeah, I got wool pulled. Nah. Got wool pulled. <laughs> I kind of got like a, either rent or buy, and I'm not really a rental operator, so I thought nothing really wrong with buying. And yeah, fair. But, um, um, but however, I am fortunate in that the other half doesn't listen to this, so if she's got this far into the podcast, she might be seeking for something, so I've already yeah. fucked. I mean, I, I'd, say, I'd say I'm feeling safe at the moment. The pressure's certainly not on. Um... I think there's 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 on in our friendship group there's a there's a small queue in front of me and do you know what this is a queue I'm happy to wait in. Yeah. Do you know what I'm I'm not a patient person but I like some some queues I'll 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 set myself in set myself yeah. behind certain yeah. people. I'm like no. that person sat at the airport gate watching all the other people queue up. <laughs> scan the no, well, one minute, wait, I'll wait, just wait, join wait, the queue wait. At the end. No, no, I'm the, not the, saying what... that. That's not, that's not me normal life, but... In There's this one person sat down not joining the queue. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. <laughs> one person sat there, paper out. Is that, is that... Paper out. He's got his Liverpool top on. He's got his <laughs> Penrith pants and socks on. And he's wearing <laughs> St. Allen's shorts. To be yeah. fair, I'd, I'd hate to get away from the... From the um... For the engagement chat, we will go back to it. Um, but that does actually piss me off when people sack you in when they've got a designated seat. Yeah. Like, just chill out. Zero rush. Yeah, I mean, I'm dreading going to the airport on Saturday because by the sounds of things and all the reports, it's going to be absolutely carnage. What time is your flight? Like five o'clock in the evening. In the evening, it's meant to be all right. It's during the, in the mornings where it's meant to bed yeah, oh, that's not too bad then. Well, I think we're going to get there a little bit early, get through, have a bit of food, a few beers. The Premiership Rugby Finals on at three o'clock on Saturday, which I'd like to watch. So if I can get down in a pub uh, in the airport and watch that before my flight, I'll be, be a win. That would be a win. So back on to the, well, I'd say engagement chat, but more stag dude chat. <laughs> um, what are we thinking, boys? Obviously, it will be, it'll be checking, when when does this stuff do normally occur? Is it normally the year of the wedding? Because you can get engaged yeah. and not get married for years, can't you? So. Yeah, I'd, I'd anticipate the stag deal will probably be halfway through 2023. What, do you think get married that soon? No, yeah, but it's always a few months before. I don't know. So, honestly, that is complete guessing. And I'd, like, I'd have a stag deal for every year. Until you get married, I must admit, I'd like—I do like the idea of breaking my stag into like little segments. So, like, have, like doing one with like friend, like friends all our age, but then like getting family involved, and then maybe doing like a little bit of a stuff with like closer mates, like you know, even doing like a little Snowden trip, like we did. Like, like, oh, like where just are you? Basically, just creating money a bags. Regalworth. No, just money creating ba- a... money bags here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, just a way of uh, stringing it out, you know, just being like, I do, oh, I do think though, stag. Having, having one stag do with like what, 20 lads, bedlam. Yeah. 
no one will enjoy it. Well, everyone will enjoy it, but then Lowell will back and go, carnage. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's like the uh, tours we went on uh, early years of uni when there were like 25 of us. You couldn't keep control of it, though, could you? Like, I don't think there's a point where 20 of us sort of in one night at the same time. No. Um, I mean, we know what it's like if we if we have a meet-up with over 10 of us. <laughs> if you just go for some quiet Christmas drinks, 4th of December. Yeah. And that's oh, why Manchester right. is the place I've chosen to ne- <laughs> never, ever want to do my <laughs> So, yeah, uh, places we'd never, ever want to do a stag do of places we've been to. Pat, go. Uh, is it actually where? Manchester? Well, I was actually thinking about Manchester for a long time. <laughs> um, too many, too many bad memories. Uh, but you've got some great memories. I think. Um, probably Salu. Oh, that was mine. Right, right. Why? Right. What was what was so bad about the salute? You can have a joint. Well, you're the same person, so you can have the joint yeah. answer. Uh, no, I'll have a different answer because I've got. I've actually, got I feel, I feel, I almost feel bad saying salute because I just think the thing that made salute the worst was. Um, Be on edge twenty four seven. Be on edge twenty four seven wasn't great. I enjoyed it. But what made it worse was the 29-hour bus trip home. So <laughs> I think if we flew to Sulu, I'd probably have a much better time. I'm going to be controversial and say I do not I do not want a stag do in Manchester. I mean, to be fair, neither do I. Oh, neither do I. We wouldn't get in anywhere and we'd end up in Terrace and I'd hate <laughs> 60% of the night and everyone that I was with. <laughs> Oh, yeah. As far as places you don't want to end up Although, with a stag do, Terrace you know, is up there. On the other side of the coin, if you said to me, if you stag do, we're all going to get the train to Manchester and we're just going to sit outside the Bales Tavern until it shuts, I'd be like, that's actually a really good idea for a stag do. So it's kind of hard. It depend- it's all depending on where we're going. But I think yeah. I'm just going to go balls out and say Manchester. It's a bit like you saying football for Room 101. So Manchester. Yeah, fair. I mean, I definitely think that on the weekend and like big weekends, obviously it's part life weekend just gone and the killers and Ed Sheeran and Alicia Keys. So Manchester was absolutely rammed. And I just think when there's too many people about in Manchester, it's just an absolute recipe for carnage, but not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Like, Obviously, living as close to the city centre as I do, or well, one of the main train stations as I do, like even going to the gym is just an absolute effort. And I live five minutes away from my gym just because you have to weave in and out of loads of people from loads of different walks of life, but they all have the same common characteristic of they just hate everyone else. I also think Manchester is not, it's not really a statute city, is it? Like, no, uh, yeah, I completely agree. You can't really, obviously, you can get loose, but you can't get like, statues just get weird, don't they? Weird and wonderful. Jed, you want yeah. to go? Um, yeah, sorry, just last thing on Manchester. 
if there is over four lads and the average height is over five foot ten, you're not getting in anywhere. <laughs> I mean, the three of us got challenged trying to watch the rugby. Yeah, and that we, was what... we also we also got challenged whilst we were double vaping down towards a club. <laughs> oh yeah, True. double techno darted and exhaling your soul. Oh god, I forgot about that. Yeah, come in. yeah, on. and you two were surprised that I said Manchester. Honestly, yeah. Oh, it's a sausage fest in there, lads. You don't want to go in. We're not. No, we, no. <laughs> we are. You're not. You're not coming in. <laughs> where was the um the favourite part of that? The favourite part part of that night was where's that that like pub with um the big windows on the corner? That's a decent pub. The Irish bar. Where we were drinking, yeah, yeah. Where we were drinking Guinness. The Irish bar, of course. That was decent. That was oh, right. yeah. yeah. But even there, you've, they've started being a bit uh, a bit picky. They let it in. Have they? Yeah. That was a famous no chat night. We're not no yeah. chat night, but no chat up on it. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> what a story. Um, uh, so. Mine is, I mean, this is going to come as a shock to absolutely nobody who listens to uh, <laughs> Nobody who listens to this. Mine is Hamburg. <laughs> what, Take away, Jed. Never been. What an awful place. So, the trip we went on to Hamburg, it was about 10 of us. And so, Hamburg, there's a city centre and then there's an area called St. Pauli, which has the Reaper Barn on, which is basically a mix between, like, Magaluf and Amsterdam. Like it's got like its own red light district. There's loads of like strip clubs and like a broth, like loads of brothels. And honestly, it was the most intimidating place I've ever gone. Do you know like when there's that much sex that it's just not like as in the actual act of sex, as in like the product. Do you know like as they sell it? Like there was that much that it was just intimidating, and you couldn't walk about and just have a casual drink without anything being shoved down your face. Um, the manager of the hostel offered to fight us one at a time because we were a bit too loud the night before. There were heroin needles on the floor um, and we couldn't get in anywhere because we were English. Like, a group of English lads all wearing, like, Hawaiian shirts. We literally could not get in anywhere. Um, so we ended up in all the shit pubs or shit, like bars and it was like I do have some good memories and there are some very funny stories that have come from that trip but as far as places where I'd want my stag do it is bottom of the list yeah I've only ever heard negative things about Hamburg so I don't think it would be high on anyone's list for a stag do either heard the mini golf's good yeah the mini golf was great so it was the only place I've played mini golf which also sold one litre bottles of wine. So Exactly. Um, Sounds mint. Yeah. Me and a friend of the pod, Flying Creature, who is probably up there for uh, being a favourite of getting some merch because he's a very avid listener. Um, we'll have to see the offer he puts forward, Jeff. Yeah, Yeah, we'll have to see the offer he puts forward. Uh, we'd drank a litre of wine by about hole four, I think. Uh, and then that night just went obviously downhill, and that was the famous night where he um, got some hummus. Nice and a very expensive ham sandwich. No, that was in Prague. 
Oh, was it? The, oh. The, very, the very expensive ham sandwich story is very funny. But, I mean, what what do you expect when the currency translation is about 18 to 1 and you've had 8 pints? <laughs> you're, just, you're just not going to be able to figure it out and you're going to end up pen, spending 13 quid on a ham sandwich and a beer. Yeah, fair. Fair. Um, I think that's a, that's a really good worst ever stag do pick. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Brad? Um, Are you going with Salou? No, Salou was top of my list, but I'll, I'll go. I've actually got, I've got a location, but I've also got an activity in which... <laughs> only... <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. Not only do I never want to do it for a stag do, I never want to do it ever again in my life. It's just not fun. It, really, it, really, really it's not even remotely fun. <laughs> it's not remotely fun. It's definitely not remotely fun when you're getting at four o'clock in the morning and something the idiot stag comes at nine a.m. Um, but high, high on the list of things I'll never want to do again in my life is paintballing. It is. Why? It is shit. It is just there's there's, there's no fun in honestly in, in, in paintball. You should have seen me in part of that paintball. The soul searching you have to do right when you have to get up at not like half eight in the morning to get to paintball and for nine after being out in Liverpool all night, yeah, to then get shot in the back of the head in the first three minutes is just like, honestly, I got to the point where I literally stood at the back and just fired all my bullets and then <laughs> went and watched the Olympics in the foyer. Yeah, well, it was a modern Next to Brad. Which was 100 times better. Than and then the worst thing about it, when it's like a stag event, at the end, they make the stags run like like freely and you just get to shoot at them. So it's just shit though, isn't it? Like I don't know how people do it for fun or people like arrange to do it. That that was probably one of the reasons why Liverpool could have been high on this list. But I'll actually go with actual locations. I'll probably go for Amsterdam. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I've never been. Went but... went for a certain um Priest's birthday. Was it his birthday? Yeah, I think it was. And we struggled to get in anywhere there. It was also March or February, so it's absolutely freezing. Yeah. And it's just like you're paying like seven quid for a pint everywhere you go. It's just a bit, just not very stagnant orientated for me. Yeah, yeah, fair. I mean, I think it's one of those things what is a lot better on paper because I've never been, obviously, but I've heard it's really expensive. It's like if you go in there for three days, absolutely sending it. Yeah, you're just going to end up spending loads of money. Yeah, and something's always going to be expensive, but it should. We were just there and it was like, it was obviously a good time. It, just got a bit, it did get a bit silly, but started to get in anywhere. You end up just walking on the red light street, which is also a very peculiar and weird place. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, I have a funny, I have a, it's not my story, but a friend of mine went to a stag do in Amsterdam. Uh, he's a little bit older than me and it is a quite a funny story and it is quite, it, he got to Amsterdam and they're basically like, you know, they're like, they weren't a bad set of mates. They're like, you know, have you got any sort of ground rules, like real things you, you really, really don't want to do? And he's like, look, lads, I, could, I you know, I don't want to get up to anything in the red light district and that. And they're like, well, we have got one thing we need to do in the red light district, but it's really not what you think. And he was like, nah, 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 nah. And they dragged in there. 
and then they gave him a French maid's outfit and made him walk down the red light district in as a, dressed as a French maid. Oh, <laughs> wow. I, I was like, honestly, I would just want to die inside doing that. But apparently he was getting like whooped and cheered and clapped. I think it was like back in the day when I don't think stag dudes went away very much and the yeah. English people, lads didn't have a reputation for being idiots. Yeah, that would be that would be hell. But uh, yeah, I'm looking looking forward to some of our stag do's. Um, well, all of yeah. them will be class. It's, it's, yeah, it's just hell though, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm not looking forward to the day after any of them. I know next Thursday when I come back from Croatia, it's going to be hell. Yeah, or the week the week after in work. Nope. Or, or the, the three weeks after. Don't do anything bad to be anxious about. There's the rules. Drink. That's the yeah. problem I have. Drink, yeah. Drink, my words. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, boys. Is that us? Yeah, it's yeah. been a good chat, chat to you, boys. Yeah, we'll be we'll be back on it um, next... Back end of next week, we can have a Croatia uh, yeah. review by JM. I'm, I'm, I'm keen to hear your you review of Croatia. Okay. Right. Speak soon, boys. Much love. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. Right.